0: Welcome, baseball fans. It is time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, a snowy, cold Tuesday here in Atlanta, Georgia. How are you? Um, trying to stay warm. I as well. So, did you watch the Super Bowl? Most of it. Most of Sorry. it, and your thoughts? Um, uh,
1: There have been worse games.
0: <laughs> um what do you think about peyton manning are you uh were you happy for him the sheriff being able to ride off into the sunset
1: yeah i guess so
0: yeah i mean he hasn't said it yet but
1: you're i think we're all fairly certain that that's that's the end for him oh i th- well no i don't think it, it'll be the end uh look at how many commercials brett Favre is making uh, right. so uh <laughs> but i think it may be his last football game
0: yeah what do you think is the post-retirement arc for Peyton Manning? Because isn't he where does he rank as far as favorite football player of yours all time? Would you say top 10, top 15 or
1: Oh um, top 20 even No, no I, I, it's hard to say favorite I mean I have no I, I can't uh he's certainly impactful in my relationship with football. Uh, you know, and I, I've enjoyed watching him play. Uh, the My favorite players are going to be from uh, my youth, uh, where they kind of represented something else in my life. Uh, then there have been... uh, yeah, But then Peyton would be up there with people that were uh, not hometown players, I mean, you know, or uh, that were from my kind of uh fantasy youth
0: well you you love johnny unitas right. and so does he so i always thought that that kind of spiritual right, right. connection was and, that there was something there yeah
1: sure indianapolis uh, colts baltimore right, colts right i understand know. yes i mean can't uh, be a coincidence and he wanted to well no, i think it is a coincidence uh the uh <laughs> but uh, even trying to honor the number and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, is he better as a football player or as a product spokesman slash pitchman?
1: Oh, he's got to be a better football player.
0: <laughs> and that's really that's a tough debate, if you ask me. No, um, I don't think so. Well, I thought it was a horrible game. It was yeah. pa- painfully boring. But chicken parm, it tastes so good. Yes, more it than does. it ever will. It goes great with Budweiser, apparently. Did that's you, right. Did you catch any of the halftime show, though?
1: Uh Yes.
0: <laughs> yep. All right, enough of that. The point is the Super Bowl is over, which means baseball is right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers report in what? 9 days now. Oh yeah. How excited are
1: you? I'm always excited.
0: Yeah. I love seeing uh you know one of the joys of social media is that they can just every day promote it more and more, but you see Pictures of the team equipment managers loading up bags and bats, and it's uh, it's good stuff. We're going this year, yeah, which right. I'm very excited about. That'll be a fun thing that'll sh- that will uh, will uh, feature on the site. So, well, all right, well, let's get to it. Uh, out of the box today, uh, some baseball news. Um, players avoiding arbitration because we are, of course, with pitchers and catchers in nine days. At the very end of the hot stove. Um, Josh Donaldson, two years, twenty nine million avoids arbitration. Uh, pretty good value, wouldn't you say, for
1: the reigning MVP? Uh, an odd uh, thing. I mean, because he still has after those two years has one more year of arbitration. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems odd to me. But uh, what I have heard is that maybe he will renegotiate this contract within the next year for. Uh, yet a longer term. Uh, the Blue Jays apparently, I mean, next year with Incarcion and uh, Baptista both coming up for uh, you know their free agent years, uh, they're going to have to make some decisions there. And so uh, just keeping Donaldson, at least they know what he is going to cost them for the next couple of years.
0: You know, Donaldson's an odd case because the last three years have been stellar. By all metrics, by all accounts, but in all the years before that, he he was rarely a factor. Um so is there a part of this that they're not they still wanna just make doubly sure that he is the real deal? Otherwise No,
1: I, I really think the Blue Jays have a unique uh salary situation right now with wanting to please both of these two aging power hitters uh to go along they have two signed up for a while yeah i mean they've got some big contracts out there and uh they've got to recognize that donaldson's their most valuable piece and until they can work out something longer they need to you know compensate him in whatever way they can
0: Right. You know, also, coincidentally, it lines up with your time frame about when the, you know, the ability for, uh, what was it, about salary increases and the CBA and whatever, times out with that as well. Let me ask you an interesting question, though. This three-year outburst of Donaldson is truly unprecedented by a lot of of pundits. That's the term they would use. Is there a PED suspicion about Josh Donaldson? I
1: haven't heard anything that... Uh, about that Yeah I think it's just Good
0: old fashioned Hard work and
1: It seems better. that way And I'd like yeah. to I'd like to think it, It's that way and, and getting the opportunity As well That has a lot To do with it
0: Maybe it's a good sign That that knee jerk Suspicion may just Be fading away now So I hope for that as well Because I like him a lot um, And then The other two Arbitration uh, AJ Pollock With the Diamondbacks Two years Ten million dollars Does this mean That the Diamondbacks Are definitely Going to keep him because I know he was a trade chip out there for a while, including to one Atlanta Braves organization.
1: I uh, I don't see. They're going for it now, and he's too valuable a piece for them.
0: Good call. And then Jake Arrieta, one
1: year, like
0: $11 million. Um, biggest for a pitcher, I forget what all the qualifications were because I thought Maddox set that record. But regardless, do you think he's going to repeat the kind of dominance that he had last year? And if not repeat it, how close will he get to that level of uh performance? No, I don't think he's going to repeat
1: that kind of year. The yeah. only person we've had repeat a year that's anywhere like that in since Maddox in 94, 95 had a couple uh years like that. Uh you have Pedro 99, 2000 uh who else? Uh, Randy Johnson had
0: – what was his two best back-to-back uh, years? I,
1: I don't know. I was trying to think if his were – I mean, he had a, a couple of – Is young 98, 99, 99,
0: 2000, somewhere in there?
1: Yeah. Um, the uh, – Kershaw. But, and Kershaw in yeah. 14 and 15. Uh, I, I don't – and uh, Kershaw didn't pitch as many innings as Arietta did last year in either of those right. years so you know i i don't know uh and he's also pitching at wrigley field that's you know uh, you know that you to expect a pitcher to have continued dominance uh, with his home park in wrigley field i mean fergie jenkins was one of the greatest pitchers i ever saw but his era could be really high from one year to the next
0: right right well Um, I certainly think he'll fall short, and I think you know, eleven million for one season, you know, is pretty good deal. Oh Uh, yeah, oh sure it is. yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So now, just a couple of things on free agency. Um. Dexter Fowler, my boy, he's still out there. Um. It seems as though this crowded Cubs outfield that that's almost completely off the table. Um. So where does he where does he end up? I mean. You know, was it what would that be? Fifteen days till all players have to report, and this guy doesn't have a team. So, where are you thinking now? Angels, perhaps?
1: Gosh, uh, it's hard now when we look. I I think he may not sign until spring training, when some team shows that they actually have a uh, a significant hole. Um,
0: how much is the qualifying offer issue factoring into his finding a team? Do you think if it's not at the at the sacrifice of a draft pick that he has a home right now? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. How big is this issue becoming to you? Because I think it gets um, bigger every day. <laughs> looking at how I mean, in addition to that, you have Ian Desmond is still out there,
1: right? Uh, I mean, and the player. Uh, it's a very significant uh, detriment for a lot of these players, and I'm sure that in the next contract, that is going to be a uh, significant topic.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, let's hypothetically—if there's not this, the fact that you're going to lose a draft pick getting Fowler, where where would he be right now?
1: Oh gosh, uh, I, I don't think you can say because we don't know. Uh, a lot of other moves may not have been made uh, had there not been qualifying offers given to a lot of players.
0: That's true. But needless to say, right, I mean, you're in agreement that he would be on a team right now. Oh, absolutely. Or probably would have been on one in December. Well, let's just say that he goes to the Angels because the Angels kind of have to get it done now. Uh, Where do you put him? They happen to have a center fielder
1: that's pretty good. Right, and I I don't see him going to the Angels for that reason. Uh, Yeah. The uh, I uh, and the angels have been burned so much by these contracts, and sure, they still have them. Uh, they need <laughs> to, they're trying to, I don't know. Uh, the uh, they've got to hope that the new CBE gives them a boost. Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe I, an
0: amnesty clause for a, like a pool host type contract or something. Right.
1: We, we may see Fowler going someplace really a surprise like the twins or something you know
0: yeah good call all right and then lastly johnny gomes is gonna go play in japan right is japan ready for johnny gomes (laughs) i don't think they are i think his personality is bigger
1: than the whole island oh i don't know i don't know i i uh (laughs) i to me that could be really sad that's kind of sad. I no. I don't see Johnny. I mean that that's almost a Mr. Baseball type thing.
0: That is, and I'm I'm gonna say this right now, Johnny Gomes. If you're listening, we will follow you and do your documentary while you're <laughs> playing in Japan for the next year. So, um, but I wish him the best of luck. I I've never been more entertained by by a ball player in a long time. Um, all right, so now going first to third. The Super Bowl, it always brings up the issue of uh, baseball versus football. And Jason Stark always puts out his uh, yearly column at this time about um, the that parity is greater in baseball. So I thought we would weigh in on this debate and talk a little baseball v. football, American football. And first off, props to George Carlin, right? Folks, if you haven't seen this bit, go on YouTube right now and search George Carlin baseball versus football. Is it where does it rank in your favorite George Carlin No, routines? Number
1: one, number one.
0: Ro- number one, even above any of his political rants.
1: Even above his seven words you can't say and all of that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, we may be a little too biased for that.
1: Um, but uh, no, I saw George Carlin live, too, at the Fox. Really? Yeah.
0: Did he do Did he do the bit? No. No, he no, didn't? No, he didn't. Well, it's too bad. Um, so sad. Um, so, uh, you know baseball versus
1: football where is the greater parity i read jason starks uh thing each year and he points out how uh what is it the afc has five teams that always win or are one of those quarterbacks teams, yeah or no there're only like three quarterbacks that are you know whatever. Yeah. whatever uh the uh one of the things that is there's so many more playoff rounds uh and it is so much easier to make the All- now or to make the playoffs in football and uh so i i i don't think you can really compare the two uh there certainly appears statistically to be a lot more parity with baseball. More teams seem to be involved. In recent years even more so, having uh the Cubs and uh the the Royals and uh the Blue Jays, you know, uh this last year uh really Astros. Good. Yeah, the, oh the Astros, sure. Yeah.
0: Uh even the Mets. Mets have been right. Yeah.
1: all all of these teams. Uh it, it's it's great for baseball, but uh I you know I'm I'm a National League fan and it's you're gonna have to, I if if the Cardinals and Giants are both out of the loop again this year then uh, and the Dodgers then I think that's a story uh, but I don't think they will be uh, the idea of parity there are good organizations and there are bad organizations and there are organizations uh that are trying to move in one direction or the other uh the the giants win every other year uh without i mean this year there were significant gambles really i mean sure uh, but usually the uh the tweaking in between this is not uh earth shattering not uh moves that uh seem to rock the hot stove uh they're just uh the cardinals bring up they breed ball players uh i mean i argue uh,
0: they 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 manufacture them in a laboratory uh, at the budweiser plant
1: it it may very well be true uh (laughs) and uh the dodgers you know uh they made a deal with Solomon or something. They have more money than God knows what, that more money than the Catholic church. Uh, The, uh, so, I mean, uh, the Yankees at least aren't the evil empire that they once were, but, you know, I, you do, um, I mean, the twins will win, win the pennant every once in a while, you know, Uh, (laughs) the, uh, but, you know, I, and I think there are teams that you can put kind of on the level with the Cleveland Browns. Well, if you're just a, a
0: kind of a general fan of of both sports, let's say, and, and you have your team, but you know, it's a say a, a fair to midland team. I mean, uh, which which of the two? Like, let, all right, let's let's just do here in Atlanta. I, I, no, I Braves Braves versus Falcons. Who has a who who's gonna who's gonna get there quicker? to championship contender.
1: Oh well, I would believe the Braves would would, uh but I it's so There's such different sports. You got sixteen games, you know, or it may, maybe it'll be eighteen soon or something, versus hundred and sixty something. They're ten times as many games, you know, in baseball. Uh that True fact that's not they're not You can't compare them. You know, that's like not apples and oranges. That's uh, apples and sides of beef. Uh, You know, it's...
0: Yeah, that's not even on the same level of the food pyramid. No, no. Um, Well, certainly safety. I mean, that's not even a debate, right, of which is safer to play. I mean, player safety in the NFL... How huge is this for the, like the future? Because if you're comparing the two right now, you know football is more popular in North America, though baseball is still the national pastime. But it, isn't that the great comparison, youth numbers right now?
1: Well, uh, it, it does appear that uh, youth numbers are being hurt by football, but there is still a very large population that will fill that void for some time.
0: Yeah, but I mean this popularity that they enjoy. I mean they are they're getting blasted. It seems like every month, almost every couple of weeks, with some other controversy about concussions and so on and so forth. So let's look at the the talent that's that's retiring. You know Calvin Johnson, he's retiring. Uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch is retiring. They're retiring at twenty nine, thirty years old. So. Is football really have sustainable longevity with their superstar players?
1: I, I, I don't know that players like that have a that much of a significant part of football's attraction. Um, I I don't I don't think the that the NFL is player driven at all. Uh, it is team driven. It is I mean coaches are more important than. Players, with the possible exception of quarterbacks, Uh, but the who who, if you're a Patriots fan, are you upset that anybody's really retiring? Just give me Brady and Belichick, and we'll win. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. uh, They don't. I mean, uh, it's just not. uh, It's not a player-driven league. Okay. So you the know passion that people have. So much of it's gambling, and this <laughs> kind of—that's uh, part of it. And then there is this gladiatorial uh, aspect uh, to football. You know, the building up on Sundays, the frozen tundra, blah blah blah. blah <laughs> you know, it's a different thing.
0: I can hear Harry Callis right now narrating right, right. the the Vikings Packers on NFL films. Um, but to that point, baseball. That is a beautiful game. So beautiful, it's played on a diamond.
1: That's right. You run home. You run home in a park, in a field. You you want to be safe.
0: You want to be safe at home. Football is played on a
1: gridiron.
0: (laughs) Um, Let's talk PEDs for a second here. The MVP of the Super Bowl, Von Miller, uh, was suspended for PED use and was apparently... uh, it was reported that he had bribed off the urine sample guy, and this barely moves the needle, but in baseball, it's such a huge to do oh, he's a disgrace and blah 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 blah. um How do you feel about that double standard?
1: Footballs come to terms with it, they
0: suspend him four games, <laughs> and then nobody cares right so
1: look, they're they're gladiators, look at them they're they're <laughs> six, eight. Two ninety, and that's a wide receiver uh the they're hu- there's they're not humans <laughs> well, what do you see
0: like you know football is is greater on the popularity scale right now, but in twenty years, do you think there's a dramatic shift back towards baseball, considering as we're looking at the comparisons right now
1: oh uh, no, I can't say that. I think it is more than likely going to be a different sport. Football Where, is no. Well, sports. Oh, will, a different sport will that, be that in will the kind league. of you know take the void. You know who knows? Uh, well, twenty years that that would be a little abrupt, but you know, thirty years you might have you know lacrosse. You know who knows? Uh, the uh, or it could probably be, not lacrosse, but <laughs> but what, what I'm saying, you know, I mean it, it could be another sport that has uh, filled the void
0: well i think the sport you may be referencing is a uh, soccer the true international football so on uh, the in- it already
1: is it has made tremendous strides
0: yeah it, it this is a fair point um but on the international stage there is nowhere else that plays american football hence the name american football you have the united states you have canada has the cfl and everywhere else it's just failed miserably. Well, now there's apparently going to be a team in uh London. Maybe, I don't know about that, but we'll go with a maybe. Um all right, so London, so it might work in London and then it might work <laughs> in Mexico nuts. City, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, what how well shows how much they care about player safety. Um but baseball tremendous international appeal. Um and only growing and growing thanks in large part to the World Baseball Classic. So, as we come into home, let's talk about the WBC 2017. Um, qualifiers start this week. What's your take on the World Baseball Classic now, uh, 10 years after the first one?
1: Interesting. It, it still needs a whole lot of tweaking. Yeah. Well, what would you change about it? Oh, I don't. I, I would have to really give that more uh introspection before i would could make a statement of what i would change i uh the uh we need to have more people available in one way or another now when you say we are you talking about Uh, the major league
0: okay okay major league baseball players playing here that are available to the world baseball classic to their home countries right Uh, Fair enough. Um, Well, we just wrapped the uh, Caribbean World Series, Mexico, champs again, third time in four years. Did you watch any of...
1: Uh, Only uh, afterwards. I didn't watch any of it live.
0: Yeah. But the energy at the crowds in these Latin series.
1: It it would... That's got to be a bucket list type thing to do, and I would like to do it when it's in Cuba. Now, yeah. I know they they don't, haven't had one in Cuba, uh, but it certainly seems like that is certainly a possibility in the near future. And uh, w- what a great trip that would be!
0: Yeah, it, it, if you had to pick one international tournament to go and and see, I, it would be the the Dominican Series. Are you at all interested in like the Japan? competitions that they have especially on the high school level that are such a big deal in the pacific rim
1: the i i can't i I would think still uh the caribbean world series would be as exciting as any of them uh but i the japanese thing could be something you know
0: yeah um so but that being said the benefits of growing the international game i mean the international players coming into Major League Baseball. I mean, this is a great thing for baseball, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh yeah, I. Uh, and there is what you were talking about, parity. There is more and more of it now throughout the rest of the world. Uh, I mean, the uh, you're just saying the Pacific Rim players now are stepping up and are uh, as physically as Imposing as our players from uh, around the rest of the world, um, the uh, and it's a lot of it has to do with opportunity. Absolutely, I
0: think that the greatest uh, uh, the greatest result or impact of the World Baseball Classic is in these smaller countries where you wouldn't think much about um, having a baseball culture um, and having a, a, a certain. Newfound National Pride and a National awareness um we have clo- of course have good friends with the Israel Association of Baseball they're a prime example a country that didn't really have baseball 30 years ago and now they're uh, ranked in the top 20 internationally they're going to be playing in New York in September in the in the I think that's the final qualifier of the year but you also look at like Brazil and Sweden and like Italy now with Mike Piazza going into the Hall of Fame their profile is going to go up even more so what a tremendous benefit for these other countries and the uh the just the love of baseball around the world
1: uh the netherlands is another uh country yes, that has uh, been on the rise i saw a world a european world series game uh in france several years ago and uh was just tremendously interesting uh the at the time i recognized that my son at that time could have been a superstar, uh, in that <laughs> league. Uh, you know, it wasn't quite, and that's not putting anything against my son. I'm saying, uh, the, the level of play was not exactly major leagues. They didn't have the arms. That was the, the main thing. I mean, uh, sure. uh, the arm strength wasn't either on the mound or elsewhere in the field. Um, but the, uh, it's it's just better for the game all over. Uh the you know, the more people that play it, the better it's going to be.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that as the international game gets better and better, what tremendous opportunities for all these great talented North American baseball players, you know? I mean, if they can't make it into the major leagues, they can still go on to prominent careers much like in basketball, much like in Japan. Johnny Gomes. Johnny Gomes. <laughs> Mr. Baseball. That's right. Um, so but will you be paying closer attention to the WBC qualifiers than you would have in the past?
1: No, I last time I, I really enjoyed it last time, and I think I will again. I I pay pretty close attention to this. Yeah. Like, it, it's fun, you know. Do seeing you, these play, I mean, well, is that team from the Netherlands? I remember last time they had like uh I don't remember who they all were. Andleton was like uh, got to play short, but every I mean, they had like four major league shortstops on their team.
0: Yeah, um, and great exposure as well. I mean, we get to find out about prospects. Even it's right, a it's right. a showcase for prospects that are in uh, the major league system here. Um, and you know what? The NFL has nothing like this, no, no. which is why baseball is better. At the end of the day, do you have a favorite uh, international team that you're going to? Oh no, I can't say for? that.
1: I can't i can't say yeah no i I, uh it different teams are interesting
0: yeah and i'll be interested to see obviously israel props again to the iab um i'll be interested to see the netherlands um netherlands but i'll be interested to see sweden and then um mentioned it before but growing baseball in brazil that seems to be the next great hotbed of athletic talent do you think that baseball ranks second behind soccer right now as far as international sport
1: mm, probably over probably. hockey or basketball uh, uh, hockey and basketball have appeals in two different types of countries uh i mean there are very few countries like uh the well russia and uh the united states that have Both being very prominent. So I would think baseball would be uh, the next biggest. I would as well. All right. So
0: finally, uh, I want to wish a belated uh, happy 82nd birthday to none other than Hammer and Hank Aaron. Coach, what is the greatest single aspect of Hank Aaron? Maybe in relationship to the city of Atlanta. Would you say that he is easily the most important athlete in the history of Atlanta?
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah is it who who even comes in uh a distant second on that Dominique wilkins
1: i, mean, you, I guess i guess <laughs> uh i mean they they were have you no know, it it's you have people that have uh done tremendous philanthropic works for the city uh not only the Smoltzes and Tim Hudson's, the Tommy Nobis,es And there've been a lot of, uh, people throughout Atlanta history that, uh, or a lot of a- athletes that have had a significant impact on the community. Uh, but in terms of the identity of the community, I don't think anybody has, uh, had the impact that Hank Aaron has.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you grew up, uh, watching them and 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 when the Braves moved here, the Braves were such a laughing stock, really, until that '91 season. But there was a, you had Hank Aaron. Was that how significant a, a, of civic pride?
1: Braves weren't a laughing stock in the '60s. They, they were. Uh, but I've been to several World Series and seen a, a lot of very significant games uh, in my life, including Hank Aaron seven fifteen, but. The thing as a baseball fan that I remember more than anything else is I probably saw over a hundred Hank Aaron home runs live. Uh and I he he never hit towering Ruthian uh Mickey mantle like uh you know, dare I say McGuire like blast. Uh <laughs> sure. but uh he had that ball for the first 90 feet was as fast as anybody it was and it came from that kind of flick of the wrist that he had and it was uh he hit line drives uh, as with the ferocity of anybody that I've ever seen uh and uh yet and, and whereas I saw him uh hit at least 100 home runs live I probably saw him pop up uh a mile high to second base, just as many. Two hundred or three hundred. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, but you know, Hank Aaron is he—he uh, uh, he was one of my favorite players before the Braves even moved here.
0: Right, mm-hmm. and for me, I got to say, you know, as I was becoming a more and more of a Braves fan and a sports fan, he was such a symbol of civic pride for the city of Atlanta, considering that it was such a a a. a earth. I mean, we were so void of sports um, greatness. Um, you know, a Michael Jordan only comes along every so often. And I I could only imagine what it must have been like to be from Chicago, living in Chicago while that was happening. But being from Atlanta and to have the home run king, um, a man of color who survived, you know, death threats and racism in the deep south at the time of the civil rights movement um for me he transcended baseball as just a symbol of civic pride for the city that i grew up in so happy birthday hank
1: aaron uh and and what irony that the day after hank aaron's birthday it's babe ruth's birthday that's true they're they're
0: they're related so closely in more ways than one Alright, so coach, let me ask you as we close out here, are you watching the people versus O. J. Simpson? No. No? No. Oh my God, you're missing out, man. I've heard. <laughs> it's uh it's it's pretty awesome and, and if for no other reason John Travolta as Shapiro is is pretty fantastic. So, well, All right. Well, thank you, as always, to everyone listening out there. In internet radio land, you can find the podcast as well as our articles and everything else on the website, runningthebases.com. You can always stream and download the podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash runningthebases, and on iTunes. So for Coach Bounds, I'm Tucker Wells. This has been the Running the Bases podcast. Coming into home, and we're safe. Coach, have a good night. Good night.